Hello, Kyle. You ready? I'm ready to rock and roll, man. You ready? Yes, sir. Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's do this. What's going on, everybody? We are live with Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 224. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and like we've been advertising all week long, we are now joined by your newest Philadelphia Eagles safety. He's coming home to play for the Birds, and that is number 28, confirmed now, Mr. Will Parks. What's going on, man? Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to hop on the pod. We really appreciate it, uh, and welcome home. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you guys. That was a nice little introduction right there. I'll take it any day of the week. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, free agency, what it was like for you, obviously playing with the Denver Broncos and, uh, you know, your first time hitting the open market. What was that experience like for you and what made it the right decision to just say, I'm coming home, I'm playing for the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh... Uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool, you know. What I mean, just uh, obviously go through a, a process like that where you could ultimately, uh, you know, choose where you want to go based off who was interested in you and who wasn't, obviously. But um, I think uh, that, I think uh, everything felt, you know, felt where it's supposed to at this moment in time. Um, coming home to Philadelphia, you know, was the best and perfect situation for me. Was the most vital situation for me. Um, that the opportunity there was slim to none. Couldn't uh, pass that up. So. Um, you know, that was that was basically uh, it was it was it was going there for all the marbles, man. So I'm I'm excited to go out there for this opportunity and get it done. Now the thing you've been uh pumping on your Instagram recently is uh Tarzan mode and going Tarzan. Talk to me a little bit about that. What's the uh the Tarzan moniker for you and what's that kind of uh, you know, mean to you? Uh I that just started like a couple of days ago. Well, it actually started in like two thousand eighteen, you know, when I first stepped in uh, uh Frisco, Texas and Ronnie Braxton called me a maniac. Um, I also call me Tarzan. He called me anything that has to do with a, a, a type of beast. He's called me that. Um, not just because of the way I train with my mentality, my attitude going into something, my attitude going into a game, my attitude going into practice, uh, my mentality each and every day. Uh, Tarzan was just basically a, you know, a, a, a guy who can do it all. You know, he can jump on trees, he can eat the wall, he can beat up an ape, you know, he can do so many different things. All you got to do is teach him what tree to, what tree to climb on. So, that's kind of the reference with that one. And, um, you know, ever since he came out with this article, I don't know who produced it, but um, he ended up uh, telling me, he said, quote, unquote, he didn't show up like Pee Wee Herman. He showed up like Tarzan. And that's why he got that name. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, brother, it was pretty cool. So I got I to gotta take it and run with it. I love I'm the, that. I'm the Philly Tarzan, though. Philly Tarzan. I love that. It's unique. Like, you've never heard anybody else with the nickname of Tarzan. So I think it's definitely one nah. you got to rock with. I think I got to rock with it for, 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 for years to come, brother. I love it, man. Now, obviously on Twitter you were getting congratulations uh, from your former teammates like Chris Harris and everything, but you got a unique yeah. one from a current Philadelphia athlete and another uh, fellow Arizona Wildcat, and that's Scott Kingry. 
uh, plays for the Phillies, obviously. What's your relationship yeah, relationship God, with Scott like? Uh, man, Scott, Scott been my boy since 2012, man. Um, you know, we were uh, uh, with the dorms over there, 500 North Highland, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln, the Link. Well, I don't know what the dorms were, but we were like dorm mates since our freshman year in 2012. Um, I watched him walk onto the baseball team for U of A. Um, the spring, I heard he was a fast guy. You know, I ended up going to like two or three games to see him play. Um, we we always been in contact ever since we left uh, U of A together. Um, Scott, uh, I watched him get drafted. You know, he pretty. I'm pretty sure he watched me get drafted or seen it pop up on the ticker. You know, uh, and things of that sort. Of. Scott's from actually out here in Scottsdale, the Phoenix area, where I'm at right now. So um, you know, me and Scott go way back, man. I can't, I can't wait to see him. Uh, you know, st- st- you know, hit it hit it away for the home team for the first time. You know, hopefully when we get things here and make things uh, you know pretty back to normal. So. Me and Scott go way back, man. We got a, a long relationship. Uh, we might not talk every day, but we, we've been talking so much more in the last year. So I feel like everything happens for a reason. I think that's awesome. Plus, you both have the most unique nicknames. You're Tarzan. He's Jetpacks. You can't beat yeah, it. Yeah, Jetpack. Yeah. I, I've never – and they call him Jetpack because he, he was fast like that at the U of A. You know what I mean? So, you know, every every time he was running around the field, I mean, you, you just automatically knew that Scott Kingery was going to steal a base. I think that's absolutely awesome that you're you're really good friends with Scott Kingery and uh, obviously yeah. him playing in Philly now and you guys are going to be able to link up and hopefully, like you said, when things get back to normal, you'll be able to go watch Scotty Jetpacks launching home runs for the Phils. Man, that's, a, that's an easy call for him, man. Anything that I, I definitely support him ASAP. Hopefully when everything calms down, it's, uh, it's pretty normal. Now, I saw obviously on Twitter with everything you've been doing media-wise, your first Eagles game was the 2018 NFC Championship game thanks to Bryce Treggs. What was that? Your your first Eagles game experience at the link was the uh-huh. NFC Championship game. What was that like for you to kind of, you know, finally be in your hometown arena and watching a game as electric as that NFC Championship game was? Uh, that was that was one of the most craziest atmospheres I've ever been a part of in the football world, you know what I mean? And, um, obviously, I was home after our season ended in 2018. I ended up getting the tickets from Bryce Trash. Uh, Bryce Trash gave me and my dad some tickets. And we were up there. We were up there. We were up there doing a pretty good job and stuff like. Yo, I'm on an interview. We were on a pretty good job and stuff like that. So it was a, uh, it was pretty good. Now, obviously, your relationship with your family is is pretty close. Mom was super excited uh, that you're going to be a Philadelphia Eagle, and uh, you obviously have a, an af- affinity for, you know, the kids in Philadelphia with your uh, Parks Place Adventures uh, organization that you run. Talk to me a little bit about that. How did that get started? And uh, what are your plans now that you're back home to uh, get more involved with the city of Philadelphia and Parks Place? Um, man, it's, it's pretty awesome, man. You know, Parks Place Adventures, you know, we started here at, uh, last November, December. And, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, the basis of it, the, the, the real component of it is to just – uh, use a platform um, to give back to the community through one platform. You know, obviously, a lot of things that I've been doing, I've been doing by myself with no really, you know, guidance or, or, or actual structure to do it. You know, I just come up with it myself, and I try to put a plan in motion and do things of that sort. So um, it, 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 it's, it's always good when you can actually come together for one common goal and have a team in place to do things, you know, that, that you want to do without, you know, you obviously getting too involved in, into the big, into the little things. So, um, that's just, that's the basis, uh, the basis of it, man. Obviously, outreach programs, mom mentorship programs, uh, big brother programs, uh, taking kids on trips, um, educational trips, um, so many different aspects that get these kids to understand that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, 
you know, it's, it's more than just football that you can do. It's more than just the streets as well. You know, you don't have to be a statistic and, and things of that sort. So, um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited, especially being home and closer to, um, the kids back home, the kids that I want to help all the time, being closer and for them able to see me almost each and every week. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty vital. I think, uh, I think it'll pay dividends in the, in the near future. Now, you've played with some really talented, uh, you know, secondary members in Denver. And now you're coming to Philly. Darius Slay is now a member of the Eagles. Uh, Jalen uh-huh. Mills is back. Rodney McLeod. What are you most looking forward to playing with? You know the guys that are in this secondary room that you're going to be a part of. I mean, I'm excited, man. I I, I text Strat. Um, I text Strat. You know, Craven. You know, I, I'm on a team with another Strat. You know what I mean? So I text Strat. Uh, I text Slay. Me and Slay been in cahoots. So we've been we've been in conversation since uh, for like like the last year and a half now. So. You know that 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 kind of uh, that brotherhood that bond started a year and a half ago for us to be on the same team a year and a half later is you know it's pretty static. You know that's crazy how the world works. But um, you know even with the guys that they already have in their room, man, they got a lot of key guys in there that can that that, that can help. Uh, um, you know obviously win football games and stuff like that. But we you know we're here to just increase that increase that motor. We're here to increase that energy. We're here to make more plays. We're here to, uh, to, to to bring some more energy to the back room, man. The energy that they they already have is fulfilling, but. You know, for, for, for guys like us to come in that's just wired, you know, just totally crazy and, and to add on to what they already have, man, uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty exciting show, man. We, we're not here for second place either, by the way. That's what we love to hear, man. We don't play for second place in the NFC East ever. No. And, uh, no. you know, getting ready for a game, what's on your game day playlist? Shoo-wee, man. You know, I got the little Uzi, you know, first and foremost. I got some Travis Scott. You know, probably my my two my two favorite artists right there. Um, after that, you know, I play a little bit of Meek Mill, a little bit of Jeezy, um, and then I, I I mix in some Playboy Cardi. Man, I, I'm pretty much all over, man. But Uzi and Travis Scott, um, for sure, my top two favorite guys um, in the world right now. That's what's up, man. You're keeping it with the Philly ties, the the national ties, yeah. and uh, it's good taste, man. I love the taste in music. We're on the same wavelength there. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm super excited for you to be in Philly. I got one more for you. What went into picking the number 28? But I don't, I don't, to be honest, bro, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, when I went to Denver, you know, I knew a Tony Braxton, you know, and, and Billy Thompson. But I don't, I don't know if Billy Thompson had I know Tony Braxton had 34, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I, I like to go in and to build my own legacy, you know what I mean? Like, the, the numbers that I really had history with were 11, which were my high school numbers. And 24, which which one of my high school numbers, and obviously Arizona being 11, you know what I mean? So um, when I got into the league, I always wanted to start my own legacy. You know, who would want to start their own legacy? So with 28, I kind of want to you know, eventually get that number, uh, you know, put up in the Raptors somewhere. Exactly. Plus, we're on the same wavelength there because 11 was my number playing sports growing up. So we got that uh, connection. And, that's uh, pretty decent, bro. That's what's up, man. And 2 plus 8, you know, it's a perfect 10. So I think it's a perfect number for you. And uh, I think you're going to leave one hell of a mark here being back home. And I'm excited to watch you get on that field and uh, do your thing. And, and hopefully this Eagles team uh, putting some wins on the board, getting to the playoffs and hoisting another Lombardi trophy like you tweeted with uh, Lombardi mentality. Yeah, that was at like 3.30 in the morning too. So I just tell you where I'm at with it. Exactly. You know what's <laughs> on your mind at all hours of the day. Will Parks is thinking about yes, that sir. Super Bowl. Man, I appreciate yes, you. Brother. I appreciate you jumping on the show. We'll definitely have to do this again. Enjoy Scottsdale. Stay cool. Stay safe. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon, man. Man, appreciate it, brother, man. Anytime, man. I'm, I'm here for you guys as well, man. So just give me a call whenever. Absolutely, man.
Thank you. And that was Will Parks, everyone. Welcome into the show. If you just missed it, we were live with Eagles safety Will Parks. As always, show brought to you by our friends at Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novak Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, powered by our friends at Design Tree. Make sure you check out our Design Tree storefront, dsgntree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia and uh, get all your merch. You know, we're going to be talking about Gritty being a champion once again. Go get your Gritty merch. You see him hanging up if you're on the Facebook stream behind us. Always looking down at Matt when he's in studio. Obviously, when we're not social distancing, uh, which you guys should be. Uh, but use the promo code SPRING20. Save 20% off your entire order at checkout. And, of course, check out our friends, our newest partner and sponsor, Tomahawk Shades. Tomahawk Shades was created on Long Island in 2013 by the amazing humans Andrew and Ryan Shapiro. The mindset behind the brand was to provide high-quality shades just like we provide high-quality content for you guys at an affordable price, and we are easy access for you guys. From the backyard to a corporate outing to a social distance meetup, you know, video conferencing with friends, get those Blue Light Plus glasses. They are amazing. Uh, we have they've got you covered. So enjoy your life, enjoy your lifestyle with our friends at Tomahawk Shades. And you're probably like, Kyle, what's in it for me? Well, guys, if you go at checkout, use our promo code USP, like Underground Sports Philadelphia, USP, you save 25% off your order at checkout. You can't beat it. These glasses are affordable, and we're making them that much more affordable with our promo code. Thanks to our friends at Tomahawk Shades. So use that promo code USP because the more times that promo code gets used, the more we can pay the bills and put out even better content for you guys. So obviously we were just joined by Will Parks, but we've actually got a lot of news in the Philadelphia sports world. And uh, first things first is an article that came across my Twitter timeline right before we went live. And I don't know if it's exactly true or if it's an April Fool's joke because today, obviously, as we're recording, this is April Fool's Day. Uh, but Stephen Bondi, or Stephen Bondi, pardon me for mispronouncing if I did, uh, put out an article saying Leon Rose is uh, eyeing Elton Brand as the Knicks next GM candidate. And this is on the New York Daily News uh, website. And uh, according to a league source to Bondi, he says that Elton Brand has been targeted by Rose as a candidate for the Knicks GM job. Uh, obviously, we all know Elton Brand is the current Sixers GM and is under contract next season, complicating any designs of bringing him to New York. The source said uh, Rose wanted to see if Brand was going to get dismissed after the playoffs, which was kind of speculated when things were still rocking and rolling if, you know, the Sixers were just going to clean house. Um and since taking over, obviously Elton Brand has tried to accelerate the process and build a championship contender around Ben and Joel, uh, trading for for Jimmy and Tobias, and then signing Josh Richardson and Al Horford, and the results have been mixed. Uh, but the interesting connection, obviously, is that Leon Rose has worked closely with Elton Brand in Philadelphia because up until February, he was Joel Embiid's agent. Uh, Rose is also from the Philadelphia area, and then Scott Perry, the current Knicks GM, uh, was not hired by Rose. He was hired by Steve Mills. And as the Daily News reported, Perry and the Knicks both have contract opt-outs 
after this season, meaning either side can end the partnership. Rose is also interested in hiring Cavaliers uh, capologist Brock Aller uh, for a front office position, sources told the news. A source said Rose requested and received permission to interview Aller before the coronavirus shutdown. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in with Elton Brand potentially being eyed up by the New York Knicks, which I think is hilarious because we all know the New York Knicks are an absolute dumpster fire. Um, They have not been good in years, and them to be eyeing Elton Brand is quite hilarious to me because we know the, the mixed views on Elton Brand's moves and what he has done for this organization since taking over as the GM and even being named the GM has been speculated. You know, it's been split across the board. And um, just to think that the New York Knicks are eyeing Elton Brand and that could potentially mean massive changes for the Sixers if they give Elton permission to interview with the Knicks and Elton is let go or if, you know, Elton decides that, you know, it's an opportunity that he's going to take if the Sixers permit him to do that. Um, It's such an interesting situation, especially for it to come out today. So we don't necessarily know if this is full-blown, like, haha, April Fool's or not. Uh, I would expect it's not uh, just from the context of the article, but to think that Elton Brand is being eyed up as a GM elsewhere right now is very, very interesting to me. And... I don't know how I feel about it because I think Elton made some good moves at this year's trade deadline, but overall I'm a mixed bag with Elton Brand's results uh, so far as the GM of the 76ers. You know, the Jimmy Butler trade, you gave up assets in terms of players with Robert Covington, Dario Saric, um, and then Jimmy ended up leaving. So, you know, you didn't get to retain the guy that you were kind of pushing all your chips in the middle for at first. And he ends up walking, and we all know Jimmy's, you know, uh, attitude towards everything that went down here with the Sixers. Um, and then, obviously, the trade for Tobias Harris, which also brought our guy Mike Scott in, and Boban Marjanovic, and trading all of the, the draft pick capital that the Sixers had remaining, Landry Shamit, And that move has a mixed bag of results as well, you know. People are on both sides of the fence with that one. And just the moves that Elton has made to accelerate everything has come into question many a time. And it's, you know, everybody talking about firing Brett Brown during the season, but would you fire Elton Brand as well? You know, is is it time for the Sixers to just clean house as an organization and kind of realize that they made some accelerated mistakes? They didn't thoroughly... Uh, interview for the job once everything with Brian Colangelo and the burners went down. Um, It's such a fascinating situation because the Sixers team is always uh, going to provide content for you one way or another. And this is just another, you know, notch in the cap to this season's Sixers team is that the New York Knicks are eyeing up Elton Brand as their GM. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think about Elton Brand potentially, uh, if he is fired or let go by the Sixers, him potentially becoming the GM of the New York Knicks. Absolutely absurd. Speaking of the NBA still, uh, seems like Friday we are going to have some sort of sport on TV. Uh, There's going to be a 16-team 
2K tournament that's going to run, I believe, from what the press release has said, 10 days uh, with NBA players playing head-to-head, and obviously we've seen some Madden tournaments going on with the checkdown. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is involved in that one. Uh, he's playing against Debo Samuel in the first round tonight at 8 p.m. Um, it's going to be interesting, those two speed guys playing Madden, but we've got a 2K league coming, and it's going to be broadcast on ESPN, which I think is amazing You know, to have the player personalities going to be on TV, going to watch them playing head-to-head in a competitive uh, nature. Granted, it's not the actual sport, but you're going to see competition flare up. It's going to be broadcast on the worldwide leader. Now, the real thing is, are these betting apps, you know, like not a sponsor, FanDuel and DraftKings, going to get involved and allow people to bet on these games? That will be the big twist. If that occurs, I think then we're in for a wild ride for the next 10 days. And, uh, you know, this 2K tournament that's going to be broadcast is going to draw in a massive number of viewers on TV. I'm excited for it because it's something, you know, we haven't had any live action of a sport or anything on TV since everything has gone down with the coronavirus. And to put together something like a 2K tournament with NBA players and have it broadcast, I think NBC Sports Philadelphia has done a great job of simulating games, uh, with whether it's 2K, NHL, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing one with MLB The Show and, and showing all the throwback games. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's been a, a job well done by NBC Sports Philadelphia. But I think having the player personalities involved in this 10-day showcase tournament for 2K is going to be electric. You know, you got the 76ers Gaming Club having uh, two members of the Delaware Bluecoats, including Haywood Highsmith, uh, participating in their uh, three-for-all showdown uh, as part of the 2K League, which I think is amazing as well. Uh, just the more interaction that we can get from players while we're you know under this you know quarantine and social distancing, I think is a, a fantastic job by anybody pitching these ideas. And obviously, we've been doing some things on our Twitch channel. If you're watching on Twitch right now, make sure you hit that follow button so you know when we go live and you don't miss a second of the action we're bringing on Twitch. Um, it's It's been you know somewhat of a, a nice little escape to, to watch some semblance of a sport, and I think involving NBA players, uh, obviously the Ronnie 2K video that dropped and DeMarcus Cousins and their beef coming out I think is absolutely comical. Uh, if you missed that, go just check out DeMarcus Cousins' Twitter and uh, find the Ronnie 2K video. It's an easy find, but uh, I'm excited for this to, to be going down, and you know I'm going to be tuning in. I'm going to be tweeting about it, and hopefully uh, you know, some sort of Sixer involvement is there. It's going to be... Uh, It's going to be dynamic, and I'm excited for this to be coming to TV and give us a little something to talk about as uh, we still await the return of of sports because uh, the city of Toronto, which obviously the Toronto Raptors, the Blue Jays, the Maple Leafs, uh, and even in the National Lacrosse League, there's a franchise there as well. They've shut down all public events until June 30th, which could abbreviate a ton of things, um, including baseball season including the hockey playoffs, including the NBA playoffs. There's things on the table 
for a 16-team NBA playoff to be held in one centralized area, and Atlantic City is on the board for that, which would be very interesting to see how that plays out. But Corey Seidman from NBC Sports Philadelphia also brought up an interesting case uh, when it comes to baseball season, and that is, you know, with things potentially being uh, abbreviated and everything, he he brought up the point, you know, probably won't happen, but could you imagine if Major League Baseball had like a 40-game regular season this year? Every single night would feel like such a huge deal. Not the outcome he or anybody is hoping for, but curious what the intensity would be like. I think it would be absolutely must-see TV every single night if baseball season was abbreviated to that few amount of games. To have 40 games in a baseball season where every single game mattered for every single team to get into the postseason, it would be electric. The amount of people that would be watching baseball because it's so few games and it's not a, you know, from March to almost November type of deal, it would be unreal. The ratings for Major League Baseball games would be through the roof. Every single game would matter. You'd have to watch every single team play. And the playoffs would be just as electric because you'd probably see teams that just somehow get hot get into the playoffs that normally wouldn't be there throughout a 162-game season. And they make it work. You know, it's... it. I would be fascinated with a 40-game Major League Baseball season or an abbreviated season to that few amount of games. Let me know what you guys think in our Apple Podcast reviews. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think about an abbreviated baseball season like that. And if it would intrigue you if you're not a, ma- a, a big baseball fan, like if you think baseball is so dragged out, tell me what you think. I want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you guys. And uh, we also want to talk to you guys again about our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Obviously, everybody that has the ability to is working from home. You're staring at your computer screen or your phone all day, refreshing your emails. You're on Twitter. You're on you know, Twitch and Facebook right now watching the podcast. You just listen to Will Parks on the podcast. Uh, that's where our friends at Tomahawk Shades come in. They've got these awesome Blue Light Plus glasses on their site. It's TomahawkShades.com. And they're styling, profiling. They are affordable. Uh, They look great. Every single design is there. I am ordering a pair very, very soon because the amount of time I'm staring at screens, whether I'm editing podcasts, looking at my phone, tweeting out information for you guys from the Underground Sports Philadelphia account or my personal account, uh, the amount of times I'm making graphics or streaming or watching our streams with Patty Pitts or Steve or Dom, uh, you know, it puts stress on the eyes. So you got to get these blue light glasses, help your eyes out a bit, take some stress off of them. Uh, I can't wait to get mine in. You're going to be seeing me wear them on the podcast quite a bit, and we've got the hookup for you guys. Like I said, uh, when I mentioned them at the top of the show, use our promo code at checkout, USP. That's USP, and you get 25% off your order at checkout. You can't beat that. It's an elite price uh, from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. They're already affordable, and we're making them that much more affordable for you. Take advantage of our promo code. 
And like I said, the more times that promo code gets used, it lets us pay the bills and lets us continue to produce content and get even better content out there for you guys uh, during this time. And moving forward, Tomahawk Shade's taken a, a chance on us, and we're super thrilled and appreciative to have them as part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family. You're going to hear all of our podcasts on the network, whether it's OTB, Fourth and Goal, Process Potables, Streamer Season, coming soon. Uh, and, of course, our main show here. We're going to be talking about Tomahawk Shades, so get it drilled into your brain. Go to TomahawkShades.com, order yourself a pair of sunglasses, blue light glasses. They've got all types of stuff on their website, and use our promo code USP at checkout. Save 25% off your order. Sticking with baseball, uh, the news that's been kind of rummaging around the Phillies is uh, an injury-related news, and that's with Sir Anthony Dominguez. And we were talking about Sir Anthony before everything went down and how he uh, just hasn't gotten the surgery and he had that setback uh, with his issue with his elbow from last year. And according to reports, doctors have recommended Tommy John surgery for Sir Anthony Dominguez. He hasn't pitched in a game since June 5th of last season. And uh, if he does get Tommy John, he'd be shut down for the rest of the year. You know, even if the season does come back uh, at any point, you're not going to have Sir Anthony Dominguez in the bullpen at all, which would totally suck. And this is why Matt and I were calling for Sir Anthony to get the surgery when everything was going down. And obviously we've seen cases like Aaron Nola when he had his elbow issues uh, back in the day, when Masahiro Tanaka from the Yankees where they didn't have to get Tommy John surgery, but more likely than that, like 99 out of 100 times, you're going to have to get Tommy John surgery when you have an elbow issue as a pitcher. You know, it, it's it's just kind of become a thing. And Sir Anthony Dominguez opting to not get it, being recommended to not get it at first, I think was brutal to what could potentially happen now and Sir Anthony not being available for any point this season would just be a, a massive blow to this Phillies bullpen where they were relying on Sir Anthony Dominguez to be a, a huge part of what this bullpen was going to be able to do at the back end with Hector Neris and eventually, you know, the hope to get David Robertson back at the back end of the bullpen as well. That was going to be like your one, two, three punch. And now we, and obviously David Robertson was a total wild card. You don't know if he was going to come back from his Tommy John surgery. So now you're potentially without Sir Anthony Dominguez, without David Robertson, and the Phillies didn't address the bullpen during free agency this winter. You know, it was a lot of pickup moves here and there, and it was, you know, Matt and I talked about it, Dylan talked about it as well. Not a smart move. The Phillies needed to improve this bullpen a lot, and I think they were relying on Sir Anthony they were going to plug and play whatever pitcher lost out in the fifth starter role, whether it's you know Ranger Suarez, who I think was going to be in the rotation, uh, Vince Velasquez, and Nick Pavetta. I think they were relying on them to take a step forward and being in the bullpen and being massive contributors wherever they were going to be pitching. But Sir Anthony Dominguez potentially being shut down for the remainder of the season is not ideal for the Phillies and it it just makes me want to pull my hair out 
because we talked about it so much that uh, he just needed to get it done. Like, he was not pitching last year. He could have gotten it done, and he could have been back at some point this year whenever the season resumed, and obviously we didn't know everything that's going on now was going to be happening, but it's just such a wild development and wild blow to this Phillies bullpen whenever this season resumes that Sir Anthony Dominguez is probably not going to be in the bullpen. The other bit of Phillies news is JT Real Muto and everything going on right now in the world. Baseball players are still going to hit free agency when they're scheduled to, which means JT is going to be a free agent even if this season gets canceled. And it could complicate some things for the Phillies. And if the Phillies weren't so concerned about the luxury tax, according to our pal Jack Fritz, this is from a tweet of his, uh, JT would already be signed to a long-term extension by now. That worry might cost them the best catcher in baseball a year after trading away an ace-level prospect, which is absolutely unreal. It's absurd. And to even have the, the inkling of a thought of JT walking in free agency because the Phillies were being penny-pinching cheapskates after they said they were going to do whatever it takes to bring the trophy back to Philadelphia drives me nuts. JT is such a pivotal part of this team offensively because he's the best hitting catcher in baseball, in my opinion. Just overall, for average, for for power, driving in runs, he can steal bases. And then defensively, he's leaps and bounds the best catcher. No doubt about it. Like, please miss me with anybody you think is better than JT defensively right now. The fact that the Phillies could potentially lose JT Real Muto because of their stubbornness is malpracticed by the organization. It's disgusting. And it makes me sick to my stomach to even think about it, to even have to talk about it to you guys. The fact that JT could be gone because of the Phillies' incompetence to just say, here's a contract extension, let's get this done and not worry about it, you're going to be a Philly for the rest of your career. Because essentially that's what a contract would be for JT. Four or five years, you're locking JT up for the remainder of his prime, and he's going to be a Philadelphia Philly more than likely for the rest of his career, if not a good bulk of it, you know, to end his career. You know, he's friends with Bryce, and that was a big reason why you also went out and got him. And you traded Sixto Sanchez, who was highly regarded by scouts and everything. And obviously there were, you know, tips and rumors that the Phillies were not pleased with Sixto's work regimen. They thought he was going to translate more to a closer or, or an elite bullpen pitcher rather than a starter because of his size, because of his elbow issues. But to think that JT could potentially leave in free agency after whatever happens with this season puts my stomach in knots. JT is such a pivotal part to this Phillies puzzle and what they need to put together in order to win a championship again. Because we all know Andrew Knapp is not the answer at catcher. We all know... Davey Gruyon is not going to be the answer at catcher. It's JT Real Muto. You don't give up one of your top five prospects in your system and one of your most highly regarded prospects in the last, I don't know, 
almost decade, probably your your most highly regarded prospect since Dominic Brown when he was a prospect, to get one year out of the best catcher in baseball. You just can't let that happen. It can't happen. And if it does, I'm going to be fuming on this podcast. I'm going to be fuming with the Phillies. And it it just cannot, cannot be the case. And Jim Salisbury put the article out about it on NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com. You know, and he leads it off with saying at least the Phillies got one full season of JT Real Muto. The Dodgers could end up getting nothing from Mookie Betts. Um, Obviously, last week, Major League Baseball and the Players Association agreed that players would continue to accrue service time during the game's health-related shutdown. This means that established players who are just one season shy from free agency will still be free agents after 2020. Um, You know, if the sport is shuttered for a year, Real Muto will become a free agent after just one all-star season with the Phillies. Trevor Bauer, James Paxton, Marcus Stroman, they'll all be free agents uh, without throwing a competitive pitch in 2020. And, you know, if Major League, if and when Major League Baseball comes up with a clearer idea of when the season will start, the Phillies will surely engage Real Muto side in contract talks again. But now a new variable has entered the picture. The Phillies' best bit of leverage in talks with JT uh was this season itself, you know, going through the grind of 162 games, the risk of injury that all players assume. Suffering an injury in a walk year could seriously impact any player's earning power in free agency. So in that regard, opening day and the length of the season was seen as an ally for the Phillies, but now it's not because, obviously, of what's going on. Um, A shorter season would not eliminate the risk of injury because injury has no calendar and it does not discriminate Game 25 from game 152, as Salisbury wrote. Um, But could fewer games be enough of a mitigating factor in Real Muto's mind that he takes the risk of playing whatever the 2020 season looks like without the security of an extension so he can take his chances on greater free agent riches in just a few months? And, you know, regardless of whether 2020 is simply altered, shortened, or canceled altogether... Revenues throughout the game are going to shrink, maybe drastically. The shutdown affects everything from ticket sales to parking to merchandise and concessional sales. It affects the huge revenues that teams generate through national and local media TV deals and radio deals and sponsorships. Fewer dollars coming in will affect the overall pool, and that could impact next winter's free agent market in the amount of money that teams have to spend. So Real Muto has a few things to think about. Some of it might excite him, some of it might not. And man, I really hope this doesn't affect anything with JT Real Muto because the Phillies need him. He is such a pivotal part to what this Phillies team is going to accomplish when and if they get back to the World Series in this next stretch run. You know, during Bryce Harper's uh, prime, during the rest of JT's prime, Reese Hoskins' prime, Aaron Nola's prime, Zach Wheeler. Like, these are all pivotal pieces to a Phillies championship puzzle. And if they don't have JT, it's it's a massive, massive mistake by the Philadelphia Phillies for just not offering the contract extension when they had the opportunity to do so. Just absolutely absurd. Let's end on some happy news. 
And before we do, make sure you check out our design tree storefront, dsgntree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. They're doing their best to get through this shutdown as well. They are uh, relying on some awesome people that are helping get shirts distributed and sent out to the people. Uh, Our guy Gritty has become, for the second year in a row, the NHLPA's favorite mascot, the most popular mascot. And uh, you can get that Gritty logo, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitch right now, uh, you can get that on a shirt or a hoodie on our Design Tree storefront and use the promo code SPRING20 to save 20% off your order. Load up, look good, feel good while you're working from home in some gritty gear and uh, while you're watching the UNHL with Patty Pitts playing some uh, NHL 20 right here on our Twitch channel. Make sure you follow us so you don't miss a beat of that action either. But uh, Gritty was named the NHLPA's favorite mascot for a second year in a row. There's no competition in my book. Gritty is the most elite mascot in the NHL and one of the most elite mascots in sports. Uh, His simple statement on Twitter, he quote tweeted the tweet from the NHLPA and just said, nice, Uh, which is a, a little bit of few words there for Gritty, but I think, you know, it's, it's widely regarded that Gritty has taken over the mascot game in the NHL and a lot of sports as well. I don't think he'll ever top the Fanatic in my book, but he's he's right up there, you know, making his way towards being a, a Hall of Fame-type mascot for his antics, for the way that he supports the team, especially Claude Giroux. And uh, we all can't wait to, to see Gritty back out, you know, on the ice once things get back to normal. But congrats to our favorite orange furry friend uh, for squeaking his way into winning his second straight mask, you know, NHLPA favorite and most popular mascot uh, this season because he deserves it. No other mascot competes with Gritty, and uh, that's on his squeaking hands. But I think that's all we got for you guys. Like I said, make sure you're following us on social media at UndergroundPHI. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, at UndergroundPHI, posting content daily on both of those accounts. And make sure you follow all of our podcasts across the network. That's at OTB Laxpod, both Twitter and Instagram, at Process Potables, Twitter and Instagram, at Fourth and Goal USP, Twitter and Instagram, and at Streamer Season, which we are going to be recording our very first episode of Very soon potentially this week where we're going to be discussing breaking down dissecting and just raving about an amazing series on amazon prime video called hunters uh i highly recommend you watch it if you have the ability to do so fantastic series 10 episodes al pacino is in it that should sell it for you uh and it's executive producer is jordan peele like come on it's elite my i'm gonna be on this episode dom is gonna be on the episode and uh we're getting together the the cast and crew for you know this inaugural episode of streamer season but make sure you uh are following on twitter and instagram at streamer szn so you don't miss a second of what we're watching on all of our streaming platforms during this shutdown and uh, just enjoy it with us. You know, we just turned on Tiger King. My goodness, is that show through the roof wild. Uh, and we're watching a whole bunch of different stuff. And that's where we're kind of uh, compiling everything. Very excited about that project that we uh, 
announced to the world on Super Bowl Sunday, and it's finally coming at you. We're on all podcast platforms with that one as well. So make sure you subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcasts on the network, on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know what you think about Will Parks. What an amazing guest. Can't thank him enough for taking time out of his schedule to hop on the show. It was a lot of fun talking shop with Will. And like we said, he's going to be back on the show. Don't you worry. Um, you know, Let us know what you think about a potential 40-game baseball season. What you think about the Phillies' incompetence handling JT Real Muto. And uh, anything else that comes to mind, five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. And uh, on the streamer season, Apple Podcast Reviews, Leave your recommendations for what we should watch and review on the podcast. We want to hear from you guys. We want that podcast to be insanely interactive and uh, you guys be watching along with us. So make sure you do that as well. And if you don't have an iPhone, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadioRadio.com, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow the Twitch channel. Hit the little heart icon at the top right of the screen. Twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. The more followers we get, the more eyes we get on the stream, the more elite content we can post for you guys on our Twitch channel, and the more things we're going to be able to do with our Twitch channel. And make sure you like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. And you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. And uh, we'll be back on Saturday. Talking about potentially this NBA 2K League, anything else that goes down with the NFL, free agency-wise, NFL draft-wise, keeping you up to date with that. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have some more uh, Philly Sports 101 with the one and only Patty Pitts coming from the Pitts Cave. But uh, as always, guys, show brought to you by Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, powered by our friends at Design Tree. Check out our storefront, dsgntree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia and use the promo code SPRING20. Save 20% off your entire order. And then, of course, our awesome friends at Tomahawk Shades. Go to tomahawkshades.com. Buy whatever the hell you want, whether it's sunglasses, blue light glasses. They've got their clothing line with their, their brand. Uh, they sell watches, a whole bunch of stuff, awesome, awesome stuff on their website. And use our promo code USP at checkout. Save 25% off your entire order. It's absurd. They're hooking you guys up big time, and uh, we couldn't be more thankful for Tomahawk Shades hopping in and being part of Underground Sports Philadelphia's family. And, um, again, big thank you to Will Parks and uh, his whole uh camp and, and team for helping set up today's interview and will parks will be back on the show we're going to hopefully be more interactive with will throughout social media and podcasts and a whole bunch of other stuff and stay tuned we've got some more things in the works with social media with some of our underground athletes and uh very excited to uh just keep things going along make sure you guys aren't being dummies and nitwits stay safe don't do things you shouldn't be doing wash your hands social distancing is important and uh let's get this sh this show back on the road the way that uh it needs to be sooner rather than later and that's by doing what you're supposed to do so let's make it happen you guys are the best this has been underground sports philadelphia episode number 224 
I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. Again, thank you to Will Parks for being part of the episode. Welcome home, my man. And uh, we'll catch you guys this weekend. We are signing off. Peace. Oh, people,